Hello, FTWM listeners. Thank you for coming back to the podcast. Thank you for the love and support off of episode one. So many of you shared my podcast with your friends and loved ones, and so many of you have listened to it so far. I It feels so good to talk about my faith and be able to encourage others. I've had so many people say that they loved my honesty, um, they love my transparency, and that was kind of the thing I was looking for. I really just wanted to be able to be honest with you guys because that's the basis of the type of relationship Jesus wants to have with you and God wants to have with you. He wants that genuine authenticity where it's like, even if you've done the worst of the worst or you've thought the worst of the worst, give it up to him and he will love you because he made you, he created you, he He formed you even before anyone even thought you were a thought, you know? So it just feels so good. But anyway, today I am going to talk about changes I'm making that is necessary for a solid relationship with God. Most of these practices are from growing up in a Christian home and things that I learned from high school and things that I personally did during my first year of university because as I mentioned in the previous podcast, my first year, I was really on fire for God. Um, I haven't entirely forgotten the things that I used to do thank Lord for that. So I've written down a couple of things and I'm just going to go through with you guys. So without much delay, let's get into it. Okay, so the first practice or discipline or habit that I have been consistent, consistent with this year and so far has helped me is reading and studying the Bible every day. Preferably in the morning before I do anything else. So the only time I touch my phone in the morning is to turn off my alarm because my alarm goes off at five. And so far since I've been with I've been consistent with waking up at five, I find I even wake up before my alarm. Where it's like the Lord is really that anxious to speak to me. So I feel good about that. But like I said, I only touch my phone to turn off my alarm. I get up go to the bathroom because most times I need to do that, go to the bathroom, bash my teeth, and then I sit down and I pull out my Bible, I pull out my reading books um, because currently I have have a read through the map um, devotional for women. Basically, every single day there's a page for every single day of the year and there's a reading from the Bible that you get. I have that. I have a prayer with purpose for women devotional journal and each day same with that there's a little passage and a message that I get to read and then I also have a my daily prayer journal for morning and evening and that is literally a prayer journal that has a little passage um, from the Bible and just going from there so like I've mentioned before I grew up in a Christian household and attending church was non-negotiable as a child. So even though I threw some tantrums sometimes and I didn't necessarily feel like going to church, church was always a thing. Saturday, 9 a.m., go for the main service and then break off at 10 to 11 for Bible class with my friends. 
And then on Sundays, uh, 9.30 main service with my dad. And then from 11.15 to 12.45, Sunday school rolling over into Bible class in my teenagers. And I was always given Bible verses to study or to read through. Um, So reading that verse at home was like a no-brainer. But even then, as a child, in the beginning, I was disciplined and my parents did add some discipline. But as I got older, they also became more lenient. And my dad would really just check in like the night before to like recite the verse. And nine times out of 10, I would literally just recite the verse to myself before I go and say to him. So it's like, by the time I'm saying to him, it's perfect. But nine times out of 10 in Sunday school, I would literally just be mumbling the words because I actually didn't study the verse. But I am not taking that childish practice with me. This time I am truly dedicating um, to actually studying the word and having the word written in our hearts because there is a verse that says we should have the word close to our hearts. And one practice that I am uh, doing that I haven't added in the list, but I'm going to throw it in there right now, is I'm writing out verses um, on sticky notes. That's one thing I did in my first year. And I'm just putting it... Um, Right now, I have it on the wall that's on my side of the bed. So every time I wake up, that's like the first thing I see besides um, my vision board. And it's actually been helping me, I find, doing this. So if you're looking for a few new practices and this is one of them that you don't currently do, I highly suggest just writing verses out and having them hang all over your house, hang in your bathroom, hang in your closet, hang on by your bedside, just everywhere that you normally walk around and see because it's nice to always have that reminder and seeing the word of God everywhere you go. Um, so, so second practice, discipline or habit that I have been doing so far this year is praying every single day. Um, this one was mostly used to, this one was was mostly used to utilize at bedtime when I was younger, like usually before going to bed, like praying before going to sleep was out of the question. You always had to pray before going to bed or my father's prayers, um, during our mealtimes, lunch and dinner. And even then to teach us how to pray, he would actually go and certain days he would like pick each and every single one of either me and my siblings to pray for the meal that day and it actually helped us like grow confidence in speaking to God because my dad's way of prayer is a whole other different type of way of prayer you guys will hear it when I get him on the podcast but he has a certain way of praying and I I think All my siblings can attest to this. We all did feel a bit intimidated the first time it came around to us to actually pray at the dinner table because it's like trying to reach the standard that my dad was at. But one great thing about prayer is that prayer is just a conversation with God. And no matter how you're feeling and whatever you're saying, as long as you're speaking to God and you're actually believing that he's hearing what you're saying, that's all he wants from you. He just wants that simple conversation. Um, Some examples of ways I pray is sometimes I literally pray um, like just so like just so that he can use me for the day. Like before I leave the house, I'll be like, Lord, as I step out into the world, use me today. Can I bless even one person? As long as you use me for that, I'm grateful. And 
just little things like that or sometimes I find as well when I'm frustrated I now I'm choosing to pray more instead of feeding into the frustration which I love because as soon as I pray about that frustration like that it's gone like literally snap the frustrated feelings are gone so prayer and praying every day for every little thing every single time every little detail of your life is really a prior really should be a priority for this year a third practice such discipline such habit that i am dedicating to this year in my faith is reading more books on faith and building a relationship with god and the different like disciplines like one thing that i want to learn about this year is spiritual warfare um because i truly believe this is real um i truly believe certain things that i went through was actually spiritual warfare i just did not know that that's what it was and i know it's going to be quite a journey getting into it because from what the videos that i've seen so far and like people giving testimony so far it seems pretty intense but I know God got me and he's stronger. So I'm going to go right in and dive ahead. But a good resource that I like so far to get um, my Christian content is christianbook.com. I am not sponsored. I'm literally just shouting them out because I've been ordering from them since 2016. Yeah, 2016 is the first time I ordered from them. That's when I ordered my Everyday Matters Bible for women and I ordered quite a, I, I think I, at that time, yeah, I bought a little journal for myself. I think I bought some prayer books. Um, I actually bought this other book that I will be giving a review on because I'm going to be reading it again, but it's such an amazing book. It's called Becoming, Becoming by Stacy Eldridge, Stacy Eldridge. I think that's how you pronounce her name. Forgive me if I butchered it. But it's such a great book. And that's like one of the few of the many books that christianbook.com has. But anyway, just a quick plug. If you're Christian and you're listening to this and you're trying to find out, okay, where can I get more books, Bibles, all this stuff? Literally, they have everything. Like they have everything from like church supplies to different types of Bibles from like men's Bibles to women's Bibles to kids' Bibles to teens' Bibles to youth Bibles. Like so many different Bibles. Um, so that's a good resource to look into if you're trying to find more Christian content. Um, fourth practice, discipline and habit that I am doing, and this is one that I definitely got really into from high school. Um, well, actually all my life because music has kind of influenced my life, all my life, my parents like music, um, feeding into me and my siblings liking music um but definitely it wasn't just secular music that I was always liking my parents definitely played gospel in the house and from then I remember we'd have our drives to Changelo which was the high school I went to and three like all my siblings went there except the firstborn who went to Pelembe but all our drives to Changelo we would always be playing the Matthew Ngosa album um, with jams like Twin Bay, um, Amapalo Yakualesa. Like these are 
these are songs that I grew up with that like to this day I actually have Matthew Ngosa's album on my playlist and I'd be jamming that and I'd be so filled with the spirit because I just remember the joy that we would have as a family singing that song those songs like my dad would be out there driving um super fast trying to get my siblings to school on time but we'll be there singing the songs on the car ride and to and from the same album on repeat it on repeat but it didn't bother us because we're actually now that I'm thinking about it now I'm thinking about it we're in the presence of God and we were in the spirit and that's why it felt so good and there was so much joy so actually dedicating time to praise and worship even at home at work and I say at work because I am grateful to work in a job where we get to play our own music like we have each department because I work um in a kitchen warehouse and each department be it the cold room kitchen or the pick and pack area where I work or the bakery we all have our own speakers and we can listen to music as we're working and you guys I have been playing gospel music since I started at that job uh, maybe a few times I played circular music but this was like when I just started and I changed the decision um and that was before I made the decision to delete all my circular music off my devices. Like I legit have no more circular music on my phone at all. You won't find it. So I now play gospel music and it encouraged me the other day because I remember this one, one of our coworkers, he was having a conversation with me. I just can't remember his name. One of our coworkers is having a conversation with me and he was asking because one of my other coworkers was, I think, playing rock music at the time. And he was like, wait, you're playing Bono? And I'm like, no, this isn't my music. He's like, yeah, I was going to be shocked because I was like, you're usually the one who plays gospel around here. And I'm like, yeah. And honestly, I felt so good in that moment because most times people... And like, even in the past, I find I was that person. I didn't really want to be known as a Christian, but now I don't even care because there's nothing wrong with being a Christian. There really isn't. Like what's wrong with loving a God who created you and loves you? Help me understand that. Like I need someone to explain to me where it's wrong to be Christian because I've heard people say it's wrong to be Christian or some Christians are bad, which they are. There are some people who... But we, we all have our mistakes. I've also been a bad person before. I can remember the times I've been bad. But I'm saved by grace. And that's all that matters. So, fifth practice, discipline, and habit that I have also been doing this year is attend church and fellowship with other Christians as much as possible. Now, I do understand there is a pandemic and quite Quite frankly, it's, I'm over the pandemic. But anyway, there's also online church. There's so many churches that stream online and have been streaming online. And one of these churches that I actually now pretty much, I guess, have been attending for the past four years, I just didn't really realize it, was Elevation Worship. Um, I started watching Elevation Worship sermons in 2016. Yeah. In 2016, that's when I started watching them. I wasn't soup. I guess 2016, I was kind of consistent. I'll try to watch at least every Sunday. Or if I miss a Sunday, I would watch whatever played during the week. But this year, um, since 
November, I've consistently been watching every single Sunday of Elevation Worship. And it feels so good because there's also another platform that um, we have called eGroups. And basically, it's like Bible study or discipleship groups where you get to discuss the word together. We we talk about the messages that were shared on Sunday and my e-group, we meet on Wednesdays at 8.30 p.m. And I love, I love my ladies. Hey, ladies, shout out to you guys. I really love my sisters. Um, they've helped me grow so much confidence. They've, they've helped my faith grow so much. Um, I start, I joined them in November. That's when I joined the e-group. Um, because I've always known, e-groups have always existed at Elevation Worships, like even from 2016. But this year I really, and I've always wanted to join, but I was just unsure because, you know, that whole thing, like I actually haven't really physically attended Elevation Worship. I've always just watched it online. And even though there is a Toronto campus, by the time I actually wanted to go to the physical campus, lockdown happened. I swear to God, like as soon as I wanted to start going to elevation in Toronto it was lockdown but I'm grateful that I did make the decision to join an e-group because it just feels so good to talk about God with people and discuss the Bible and also just to have that that communion of you can I can literally send a message in my group chat about something that I need help praying for, like even if I'm praying for it by myself, but to have other people pray for you as well. The more prayers, the better. Like God is even listening even more because it's like, okay, one person is asking for this, but these people are also asking that I give that person that blessing. So it's nice to have discipleship. And I'm also getting to the point where I actually want to talk about God more in my relationships, like with my family, the other day I mentioned to my I mentioned to my dad how we should start having Bible study as a family again because that was a practice that we did when I was younger. And I understand that right now, pretty much the household isn't like the same household anymore. Not everyone lives at home. I'm all the way here in Toronto, but we can still have an e-group Bible study if we just decide one day a week we'll have a WhatsApp family group call or whatever, and then we just discuss the word. That's something that I'm down for. Or even with my friends, um, one of my friends, Simone, who is going to be in an episode very soon, we're actually talking about this where we're both Christians and like we've attended church together before. I've invited her to my church. She's invited me to hers. Um, we've watched church together. We've We've just made the decision ourselves that we should also be apart like we should be sharing the word together and studying the word together and one part of the one part of a way we're kind of already doing this this year is a challenge that I saw off TikTok <laughs> social media isn't just bad it it depends the people who you follow but TikTok TikTok this year has really been coming up with a lot of Christian um, influencers and I'm loving it. I am loving it. Seeing all these Christian people just post videos, feeling it. So this one girl, uh, Kayla Hunt, shout outs to you, Kayla. I don't know if you're listening to this, but girl, thank you so much for starting the Faithfully Fit Challenge. 
this girl um, basically posted a video on TikTok asking people to join her to read the book of Proverbs for the month of July every single day to dedicate at least 30 minutes to physical body movement, to dedicate themselves to fueling our bodies, actually eating right, being healthy, uh, to dedicate ourselves to journaling for thirty min- for, for 10 minutes every day, at least 10 minutes every day, and to pray every day before bed. And I have been consistent with this challenge, and that's also what has helped me really get back into reading the word because I've dedicated the faithfully fit to start every single day as I wake up at 5 a.m. So 5 a.m. I wake up, I read my Bible, um, but because I'm reading so many different books at the same time, it does end up, I end up spending about an hour in the word. I'll usually start at five and I'll be done like 6, 6, 15 um, on my days off, it's fine because I can go ahead and do other things. But I usually work 8 to 4. So by the time I'm done, it's 6.15 and I literally just start getting ready for work. And I count my work days as my workouts because I do move a lot in the job that I do. Um, so that's kind of like tweaking a little bit on the challenge requirements, but I definitely journal during my quiet time. I journal in the morning and I also journal in the evening. Um, And in order for me to be able to wake up at 5 a.m., I am disciplining myself and making sure I go to bed by 10.30 p.m. Without fail, I don't care if the people I'm around are stoic, I am going to bed it is time for me to go to bed because I need to wake up and be ready and not tired when it's time for me to spend time with my God. Sixth practice that I am doing, I'm in the habit of, um, and the discipline that I'm taking on is to be more present in my relationships. A little bit of that spilled over from the last point, but I just want to encourage others and pray for others. Um, One thing that I used to do, well, a bit about me. I have such a big heart and I care for people so much, especially like if it's people that I know and I've met them and I feel like we've built a relationship, be it a coworker or be it a high school classmate. As long as we've had some sort of connection and there's something that brings us together, I will deeply care about you. So I was the type of person in high school, like I would write all my girlfriends, like little notes of encouragement, especially like Bible verses, especially being in a Christian environment. It just made it all the much easier, all the much more easier to be encouraging to others. But with all that has been going on in the world, um, in the past one and one year, and just so much that just the f- the fact that social media can tend to be negative and people can be hard on themselves, I was one who was hard on herself as well. I totally understand. I just want to be that person that at least brings a little light in people's lives, even in the people, especially in the lives that I say I care for these people. So like. My family, my 
friends, like if I genuinely am calling you family or I'm calling you my friend, I should genuinely actually care about what what it is that you're going through. I should actually be concerned with where you're at. Whereas I find there were times in the past where just because I was full in my head of things that I was going through, when people genuinely needed me, I actually turned them away. Um, I'm not going to say I have any regrets. I've definitely just learned from it and I'm moving forward because regret is not of the Lord. It's not a fruit of his spirit. So there's no point in me regretting anything. It's just a lesson learned. And moving forward, I now I'm writing down prayer lists of people that God puts on my mind. Like the other day, um, yeah, like yesterday, I just decided to pray for Kayla because I was actually really grateful that she started this group because I've actually met so many new Christian um, women in the Facebook group chat. Um, I'm connecting with people. I like the fact that um, people can give me feedback on my thoughts on what I took from the Bible and I can give feedback to them on their thoughts on what they took from the Bible. And it just like during my prayer time, I was literally just going through a list of people that I was praying for because I was obviously praying for um, those that currently have COVID right now. And there are names that were just spilling on through my head. And that's just one thing that I really want to encourage a lot of people to do, especially if you are a Christian. You definitely should be praying not only for just for yourself, but for the lives of people that you care for. Because in that action of loving others and go out and love others as we should love ourselves, Prayer is a big part of it. If you're praying for yourself, you, you we pray for ourselves because we love ourselves. So if you're praying for yourself, might as well pray for someone else as well. It's just only right. And the Lord will highly commend you for that if you do it as well. Um, the seventh practice habit slash discipline that I have been doing, um, especially this year, is asking God to show me how to apply his word to my life because it's one thing to like read the Bible and be encouraged but then if you're not actually applying the word of encouragement that you're getting or you're not actually living out what you're reading then there's a there's a like there's a blockage you know like there's something missing they're not really living in the spirit. So I've definitely just been asking God, God, please show me how to apply this word to my life, especially with um, the different verses that I have been reading so far. Um, and to use me each day before I get out of bed and praying before major and minor decisions. So like, as soon as my alarm goes off and I turn it off, I always just pray. Like I just give a little short prayer, like, Lord, Thank you for this day. Thank you for um, protecting me through the night. Thank you that you've woken me up and I've woken up with the alarm. Lord, I pray that now as um, as I'm about to read your word, may I be blessed. May you show me how you want me to live my life for the day. And that's like just a little snippet of the prayer. Um, and some of the things that he's told me to do is to even make this podcast. Like I, my podcast, yes, I have wanted to have a podcast for a while. I've written it on previous vision boards. It's actually even on 
currently on my current vision board as well. But it's one of those things where in the past, if I say I want to do something, I would write it down, yes, well and good. But nine times out of 10, if I actually follow through is a miracle. But here we are. I'm recording this on the 11th. 11th, (laughs) here we are, 11 days into the new year. And and I have my podcast. And I'm actually even recording episode two, about to record episode three after this. That's insane to me. Like, trust me, like younger Mueller would younger Mueller would be so would be so blessed and so happy. Um yeah, that 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 got me feeling kind of ways just now, just thinking about it. Like I actually feel so proud of myself. Wow. Thanks, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for for doing things for me. I feel good. Like 2021. Okay. Um, yeah, all right. I'm getting a bit carried away. Let's get let's let's move on with this list. And I promise I'm almost done. This is not gonna be as long as the first um <laughs> the first episode. Um, unless you guys want me to talk as long as that, but for now I don't think it's gonna be as long. I'll try not to make it as long. I'm really hoping it's not gonna be as long. But anyway, so last point. The eighth practice habit discipline that I am doing is praying over my finances and my content, whatever content I create and any business decisions that I'm going to make. Um, this is definitely one where I literally just want God to control every single aspect of my life. Like that's just something I want personally. I don't know whatever your goals um, are, but for me, I just really want I really just want God's presence. Like, I want that relationship where the way Abraham and God, like, God and Abraham's relationship, you guys, anyway, this is not a Bible talk right now. That will be another episode. But, yo, just let me just give a few moments to highlight this. But God and Abraham's relationship, in fact, better yet, scratch that. Yeah, I love that relationship. But God and David's relationship, the way they used to talk, they were Bodies, they were homies, they were always in. David was always with the Lord. He was always with the Lord. And that is what I want for my year this year. I want to always be with God every single moment. I just want to be filled with the Spirit. I want to be in communication with Him. I want to be talking to Him. What's that thing where it's like, I just think it, and then all of a sudden, He's already told me, like, just from what I'm thinking, you know, that's, that's what I want. And I truly believe if I pray over everything and just dedicate it to God, like my finances, um, there's certain things that I want to do. I definitely want my finances to grow. I definitely want to have a handle over, um, my current debts and to have them completely paid off to build my credit. And in order for those things to actually happen, especially for someone who, I didn't really take any accounting classes. I didn't really take any like mathy number related finance classes. So anything to do with money, I've pretty much learned by myself because I also wasn't taught the greatest money habits growing up. Any money that I was given, I was told 
to spend completely and never keep anything. So, you know, kind of tricky. It's tricky. And with that knowledge, it's tricky. And the only knowledge and wisdom that I want is from God because true wisdom comes from the Lord, okay? So this year, definitely going to be praying over my finances, going to be praying over my content as well. This one is a big one for me because as someone who started a YouTube channel to talk about God, goes through a little thing with God, makeup isn't bad. I'm not saying makeup is bad, but even if I was making makeup-related videos, I could have still thrown in godly stuff. I could have still thrown in Christianity into my channel, but I, I completely just... But I was also in a different place. So I'm not hard on myself. But I definitely feel my channel didn't grow because I literally, I started it out and said, this channel is going to be for God. I even prayed over the channel that it was supposed to be for God. But then I myself forgot about that prayer, forgot about that promise and did my own thing. And my channel, yeah, I did some numbers, but it didn't do the greatest of numbers considering how long I had been posting content for. And that's because the content that I was posting was not probably the content God wants me to be making anyway. So I am definitely praying over literally all the content that I put out, anything that I put out, even these podcasts. Um, before I record, I pray. As I'm editing, I pray. I even pray to ask if I should even release it because if he doesn't want me to release it even like in the moment that I think I should or he wants me to wait or he probably just wants me to scrap it and do something else, I'm literally going to follow his direction because his direction is the only direction that I need. I've tried my own directions, my own ways, and I've failed flat on my face. I've been bruised. I've been scarred. And I don't want a part of that anymore. I, I just want to be whole. I want to be kept. I want to be covered in the love of God now. So those are eight practices slash habits slash disciplines that I am doing for this year. And these are practices that I truly believe if you're a Christian or if you're just like starting out in your faith, these are things that will really solidify your relationship with God. Like these are foundations that are just on point to the T, beautiful. These are things that you should really consider doing. And these are just things I have done since 2021 started. And I'm so proud of the progress I've made. Uh, it's definitely one where I truly need to depend on God throughout the rest of the year and just depend on him. But so far, everything's looking Gucci. So these are the things that I have been doing since 21 started. I personally made the decision to stop intoxicating my body in any way, be it through um, drinking alcohol, smoking, vaping, anything, I will not be participating in that. Um, this is just my own personal reasons because I am now 
just deciding to remove things in my life that I was putting before God or things that I was running to for comfort when God needs to be my comfort. And this is all coming from the message that Pastor Stephen shared on the 10th of January on comfort food. It's available on YouTube. You can go stream it. It's also available on the podcast. You can go listen to it. I highly recommend. It was such a powerful message. I loved it. Um, so anyway, moving on. <laughs> I deleted all secular music on my phone. Um, yes, even my 90s R&B that I love so much. Like, But it's it's just the words that like the music that I was actually listening to and saying I was loving like the words oh the words were life giving and they weren't really talking about the best of things like yeah heartbreak and the idea of heartbreak sounds good but do I really want a broken heart like do I really want to be crying all the time I want to be filled with joy I want to be focusing on good things, things that are going to make me feel good. So I generally just deleted all my circular music off my phone. And all I listen to is gospel. If I want to listen to music, if I don't want to listen to music, I listen to Christian um, podcasts now. That's just my thing. I'm just, I'm now coming to the realization I'm really not of the world I'm really not like it just the things that people enjoy (laughs) I don't necessarily enjoy I personally have a good time reading my bible watching bible stories um watching um sermons watching testimonies I have a ball doing that compared to these old things that I used to do that I thought I was enjoying when really I was just kidding myself another thing that I've been doing that I already mentioned is waking up at 5 a.m. 5 a.m. 5 a.m. every day for a quiet time, even on Sundays. Yes, even on Sunday when I'm definitely going to end up reading the Bible when watching a sermon. It's an everyday practice reading the Bible and having quiet time with God. It's not just that all oh, because I'm going to church, blah blah blah. No. This is about my relationship with God and me spending time with Him. This is the time I've allocated to spend time with Him. Um Have a prayer journal, daily devotional, one-year Bible reading map to help read the Bible every day. These resources are definitely helping me so well. I definitely want to buy more for all my friends and loved ones so that they can also be in the habit of like reading the Bible every single day. It may not necessarily be with me, but if I can help by buying them um, the resources to be able to do so, all more the better. Share verses on social media. I've done this in the past, but now I'm now doing it like almost every single day because even my social media, actually, I have unfollowed so many accounts that, quite frankly, I don't even know the reason why I was following them. Like, I guess I was just following them for clout and for hype and because other people were following them. But really, they weren't bringing life to me. Like, nine times out of ten, yeah, they would have, pretty pictures but then at the end of the day what's that picture doing for me it's not adding value to my life it's not adding value to my spirit it's not giving me money it's not so I'm now just sharing things that if I'm going to see a verse that's going to remind me that God loves me and that 
I shouldn't worry about the current situation that I'm facing. I'd rather see that on my feed than someone busting it. And no hating to the bus it challenge, but guys, do you realize what you're doing with the bus it challenge? Anyway, that was that was just a little rant. Moving on. Another thing that I have been doing is only, I mean, is ask God before any decision. So before any major decision um, or small decision, even like before I have a conversation with a person, I have just been praying to God quickly um, to just give me direction on what I should do. Um, if I feel at ease and at peace, then I I take that as a yes from God to go ahead and have whatever difficult conversation. If I feel uneasy or if it's one of those things where I have to take a moment to like assess the situation, then I take a moment and assess the situation. Okay, I have rambled for about 40, 45 minutes. What's the time on? 41 minutes. Okay, that was episode two. Just some practices, disciplines, habits that I definitely believe Christians should be doing in general and just people who want a good life. These are things that you should practice on the daily. You don't necessarily have to wake up at 5 a.m. like I do, but just wake up this but just wake up and spend your first few moments with God. Like don't just run to who messaged you during the night or what feeds did you miss or who's posted what or who's dating who now like are you actually taking time to actually put your heart to God like turn towards him to see what he wants to actually show you what he actually wants you to do what plans he has for you because he has good plans for us plans to give us a hope and a future Now, how are you going to know those plans if you're not even talking to him? Because the thing is, when I was not reading the Bible, it's not that God wasn't talking to me, but I actually was not hearing him speak to me because I wasn't in my word. Yes, he would speak to me through different people sometimes, but even then, because I was not in my word, I wasn't realizing that he was speaking to me even through those people. It's only now that I'm now a renewed spirit. I'm now reconciled with him that he's reminding me of all those times that I was missing him knocking on my heart or him reminding me to come back to him. No regrets, though. I've definitely learned from my mistakes, but it just has made me see the importance of reading the word and being in the word and what it means to actually be in the Bible. Alrighty. FTWM fam, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you are all encouraged. I hope that you pick up some of these disciplines that I have shared with you and that you put them into practice in your life. So without further ado, one thing that I am going to be doing on my show 
is I am going to be reading the Lord's blessing every end of the episode because I want all my listeners to receive this blessing. So, Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 to 26. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. I love you all. Bye.